John chapter 15 verses 9 to 17, the inspiration and joy of loving one another. Poets and philosophers have long since tried to define the nature of love, but I think words can seem so small when trying to define such a big concept. Sometimes the words of hymns and praise songs can help, like the words of hymn 622, we sing a love that sets all people free. Such a powerful hymn, talking of the love that is a living love, that serves without counting the cost, that is unafraid to be itself, that is radiant and brings to our wounds healing grace. And the prayer here is for that living love of Christ to live in our hearts today and it is just so beautiful. Perhaps the most amazing description of love of course is from 1 Corinthians 13 and this is from the message paraphrase. Love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut, doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself in others, isn't always me first. Doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others. Doesn't revel when others grovel, but takes pleasure in the flowering of truth puts up with anything, trusts God always, always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. Love never dies. Another gorgeous description that gives us just an inkling into the power of love. And we're thinking of these things because we're thinking of verse 9 of our passage, where we are confronted with the words of Jesus. I have loved you even as my Father has loved you. Remain in my love. Jesus loved his disciples as the Father has loved him. An extraordinary statement about the nature of love. When we think of the Father's love for Jesus, so powerful and tender, profound and far-reaching, even though the Father knew that Jesus was going to suffer on the cross to take away the sins of the world, he was willing to allow this so that his love might cascade out through time and space. And that same love flows out to us today and touches each of us through his Holy Spirit. As a parent, it can be so tough watching our children suffer when they have lost their job or when they're hurting. We want to make everything better for them. But often all we can do is watch and pray to support them as they try and find their own way through to healing. Love is such a strange thing because it's often not extravagant gestures, but often just small acts of grace or sometimes even refraining from doing something. God had this kind of perfect parental love for his son, and it's the same quality of love that Jesus had for his disciples. So he calls his disciples, his friends, to remain in his love and obey his commandments. Commandments summed up in loving God with all your heart and your soul and your mind and your strength. 
and loving your neighbour as yourself. And we're told that if we do this, we can even be filled with joy. These can be difficult words to hear because many people are not feeling very joyful just now. Even though the virus numbers are down in this country and the restrictions are lessening, there are so many choices and changes, so many worries and pressures, so much suffering and bereavement, where people have not had the time and the space to be able to process their grief. So many people are talking of feeling isolated, worrying that they've been forgotten by the world and even forgotten by God. And you know, whether we are in a peaceful place today or a more precarious place, we need to be reminded of God's love and to be able to receive it. We are all wired differently. Many people connect with God through his words, through reading it and finding challenge and comfort in different passages. Maybe through the struggles of the psalmist, or the promises of our Lord. Sometimes we also receive God's love by going for a walk, the beauty of creation, or listening to a beautiful piece of praise music, or just having space to be still. Or we might reflect on how Jesus showed love, whether it was stopping to speak to a small man up a tree or showing acceptance to the marginalised, or bringing healing to the people with leprosy, or the women who were unwell. Maybe we might engage with some Lectio Divina to relish a word that really speaks to us in our specific situation. Or maybe to imagine what it would have been like if we'd been in an encounter with Jesus. What would he have said to us? You know, God is so generous in his love. There are abundant ways that he has of attracting our attention and reminding us of his incredible and transformational love for each one of us. Being loved by God in Christ is the best thing ever. It brings forgiveness and peace and comfort and identity. And Jesus wants us to know this love and to remain in it. What a wonderful privilege. And if we remain in the Father's love, then we can find joy. For even when things go wrong, we know we are still loved by the Father. And so we are strengthened and encouraged. We receive that love. And then Jesus tells us to love one another. For we are now his friends if we do what he has commanded. So having received God's love, found ways to remain in that love, how do we show it to others? How do we bear lasting fruit? Loving others with the radical love of Jesus is so beautiful and all-encompassing, often costly, but it's so essential to our core. To love in such a way is to be willing to lay down your love for your friends. Think what that might look like. It could be the person caring for a loved one, where they give of themselves to make sure that other person is okay. 
It is a person in prison for their faith in China or Cuba. The person working in the care home long hours to seek to show love to others. Or someone working for racial justice in America. I'm sure like many of you, I have met amazing people showing love for others. People caring for their foster kids, trying to give them the best start in life. Those looking after people with disabilities or difficult mental illnesses. I am so humbled by people who care deeply for others and who spend their lives looking after them. So many Christian people doing amazing things. And wouldn't it be so wonderful if churches were known for their radical love rather than at times for their small-mindedness and judgmentalism? Jesus is such a wonderful saviour. We need to approach him with reverence. But I also have a wonderful drawing of Jesus in my study. And he's lifting up a child in his arms. And both of them are laughing with mutual enjoyment. That picture reminds us that love heals us when we are burned out and exhausted. But it also inspires us and gives us joy. When we abide in the extraordinary love of Christ, we find acceptance and freedom and it brings the rest of our lives into perspective. At times I forget. I get bogged down in churchiosity, in meetings and minutes. And I know that they're necessary, but at times they sap my energy. And so I continually need to go back to spending time with Jesus, abiding in his love, knowing that he calls me to freedom and to loving others. That is not telling them what to do, but trying to model it, trying to love with abandon, to care for others' well-being so that God can restore their souls. I love being a spiritual accompanier. And the idea here is that you don't get in others' way, but you just facilitate God working. And watching a soul rediscovering how much they are loved by God, seeing his love shining in their faces is so incredible, even on Zoom. Mother Teresa talks of how how so many people feel unloved, uncared for, unwanted. She talks of a poverty of loneliness and spirituality, a hunger for love and a hunger for God. That's what we see around us just now, in the midst of this pandemic. And we have this amazing opportunity of sharing the restorative and joyful love of Jesus Christ with others. So even in the midst of the restrictions and frustration of these days, Even in the midst of the turmoil in our lives and the changes in the church, Jesus calls us to remain in his love, to enjoy his love and then go out and share it with others. Maybe not be distracted by everyday frustrations, but find new ways of creatively sharing his beautiful and transformative love with all.